0: G'day guys, it's Brandon Green here, host of the Let's Go Brandon Green.com podcast. And right now, I'm going to tell you a story about the day when I got deported from America. Lost my ESTA visa, I believe it is. I'm never allowed in America again unless I... My visa waiver, I've lost. I'm never allowed in the USA ever again unless I apply for a visa, apparently. And I got caught with uh, two bags of marijuana flying in from Bogota to Hawaii via Houston, Texas, where they got me and held me for like 24 hours and threw me out and deported me. All right, guys, let's get into it. So here's my story. I was over in um, Hawaii, living there, and in Honolulu. I was there for quite a few months, and I was loving it, and then I didn't book my hotels probably and then july 4th was coming and uh the prices were insane i just couldn't just i was like man i can't that's just a waste of money and i've got to leave here soon anyway because i'm you know time's running out and my friends in bogota the whole time come here come here just come here i'm like oh all right, maybe he's been telling me for months come come to bogota colombia it's so good I had no interest whatsoever. And uh, then he told me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll look into a flight, could get there, and I was like, all right, I'm coming. So I left to Bogota, Colombia, and he's there the first day, and he'd been addicted to cocaine. And I'm like, I'm not trying it. I'm not touching it. I've done you know all my experimenting with stuba stuff finished years ago and it's going to keep that way and i'm not touching that here especially i could be here for a long time and it's very addictive and no so that was about it and then i was there for three months and then i flew back to um i was going back to hawaii after that but then two weeks into it you know into the three-month stay because I wasn't sure how long I was going to stay, but two two weeks into it, or even a week into it, very early on, we are out there at nightclubs and this homeless person kept harassing us, like trying to sell us marijuana, and none of us smoked. And I said, "What? how much is it? And he said, $10 or something. So cheap. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll buy it. And then at the same time, I was dealing with a bit of sciatica pretty badly, and I'd read on a few forums that marijuana takes the cannabis Takes some pain away for some people. So I thought, oh, two birds, one stone. $10, this guy just fucking leaves us alone because he was pestering us. And I get to try this marijuana thing. And, yeah, it was all pretty good. So then the next day, I remember the, I pulled the marijuana out of the pockets and I was like, oh, shit, the cleaner's coming. And the cleaner to this Airbnb was the relative of the owner. And I didn't want her seeing the marijuana because she would have thought, this guy's here doing drugs. Like, if he's doing this, he's probably doing other stuff. So I hid the stuff from her. And I said, I'm hiding it from her. I don't want her to find it. And then a few days later, I went to look for it. Had a bit of time. I said, oh, I'll try that marijuana thing. I went looking for the bag of weed, couldn't find it, and I was just that disappointed. I was like, oh, no. The cleaner found it and threw it away and told she would have told her sister or whatever the owner cuz I really liked the apartment that I was living in and um yeah thought nothing else of it ever again until it was uh, the election night cuz the next of Trump winning in 2016 um uh, I was packing my bag and making sure everything's all good very excited to go back to Hawaii cuz I love it there I was excited watching the election. Trump won. Couldn't believe it. Packed my bag up all good. Did a night flight and arrived in Houston at like 5 a.m. in the morning after leaving Bogota at like midnight or something by memory. And I arrived there and I remember going there. I'm all happy as anything. And I was just buzzing. You remember the world was a bit weird the next day after that election? Well, it felt like to me anyway because Trump had just won like the unthinkable had just happened and it was a weird time because in a couple of months Trump was going to be the king of the world and uh, yeah I remember the dudes like passports this like big black dude old black dudes like passports please and I'm like yeah he, he's like you in Bogota three months and I'm like yeah yeah and he goes three months what we doing there and I'm like oh just seen a friend, like yeah, just living there. Seen a friend, just seen a friend for three months, just living there. And I said, yeah, that's it. We're gonna let the boys downstairs deal with this one. They're gonna ask you some more questions. That doesn't make sense to me. Three months, bogota just living there. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I got down the escalators, I think it was, and I'm all happy in that and. I'm like, yeah, it looks sus, I could imagine, I guess, but, yeah, I was a bit different. And, yeah, they, i just come back, oh, yeah, yeah. So then I get there and they're like, yeah, we're going to take a look. And they're like, these big Mexican dudes. And they're like, we're going to take a look. And I said, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, they start going through my stuff and they're like, what's all this? And they found all my North Korean stuff because I'd just come from North Korea. I was in North Korea a few months earlier, and I had all, like, my souvenirs with me and stuff and North Korean money and that. And they're like, what the hell? And I'd just been uh, in Colombia for three months, solo as well. And they're like, man, we tell us what's in here. Where's the cocaine at, firstly? And tell us what's in here, because we're going to find us. I said, Nothing, nope go for it. And I swear to God, he just picked up a book, a notepad, because I'm always writing down stuff for work, picked up the notepad, and the marijuana just fell out on the table. And he just said nonchalantly, like, two bags of marijuana, boom. And I just went, that's the stuff that I hid from myself. Fuck, I couldn't believe it. I was like, he goes, what else you got? And I said, nothing, I can't believe it. I was in more in shock than he was that he found it. He was, like, expecting to find something. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, I thought, oh, well, that's me done in America. But well, fuck, I hope I don't get in too much trouble. I doubt it. Just two small personal bags of marijuana, whatever I bought off this dude. and uh, But it was a decent-sized bunch, like probably 2 fist size worth or something. I don't really know anything about marijuana sizes or anything. Like I said, I don't smoke it. only done it a few times ever and bought it because I was curious for the end to get the homeless dude to rack off. Anyway, so they're like, why have you got this? I go, oh, I don't smoke it. And they're like, you're supposed to just use this in your motel room back at Bogota. And if you if you do smoke, it, why couldn't you get it sourced it here locally? How dumb are you to bring it in here? What? And I'm like, I agree, man. Like, I agree with you. Like who cares let's just get to where we've got to go with this like do i get to go to hawaii or not like fuck i don't care about lecturing me i agree with you i'm on the side of you like anyway they weren't happy this one dude he was not happy that i understood it all and didn't care plus i'm australian like what the fuck you're gonna lock me up for the he's just pissed off because i wasn't pissed off at him i guess so then they got, grabbed me and they take me to this room. Oh, and he kept saying, where's the coca at? Where's the cocaine at? Where is it? Because I couldn't find it. And I was like, man, I told you. Like, what I'm telling you is the truth. They, anyway, they stopped searching. They didn't find anything. And uh, I remember they kept testing the marijuana and it kept going false. And I'm like. Ah ha falso, falso. And I'm like speaking my half Spanish to him and that and he's like looking at me, Why are you laughing? This is very serious. And I was like, Oh, alright. Because it just wouldn't go fucking positive. They had to use like three or four kits to try to get it. Finally it went positive. I was like, Yeah, whatever. And then yeah, so then they escorted me off to the this little room, like you see on the movies and handcuffed me tight as fuck to the uh to the uh, metal seat in there and then asked me a few more questions then uncuffed me and smash me like two or three of them smash me against the wall fucking hard as fuck like hitting me or something i think one of them yeah like hitting me but grabbing me like pushing me against the wall but like a hit like, smashing my hips and shit, like, full-on aggressive as fuck. I'm just like, calm the fuck down. And they're like, you think this is a joke or something? So I'm like, whatever, man. Anyway, <laughs> they were fucking aggressive, man, like, over the top. And the yeah, so anyway, they, uh, I was held there for only a few more minutes later. Then they're like, all right, we're going to put you in a holding room. And uh, you're going to wait there for a few hours until we find out what we're going to do with you. So I get marched upstairs to this big holding room full of Mexicans mainly. That's all I could see in there were Mexicans from actual Mexico. And we were all sitting in this room and there was like a table where you could get, I think, water, coffee and like pouch meals like Noodles that you could with the boiling water or anyway, I couldn't eat any because I've got um, a protein thing Where I can't eat protein. So there's no like anything for vegan. So I couldn't eat anything I was telling them I can't actually eat your food there They didn't care and I was then I finally hours and hours went and I finally get called up so when I arrived it was like six in the morning five in the morning by this stage, it was like four in the Arvo. <laughs> I was supposed to be in Hawaii at like one p m but this time it was like four in the Arvo or three in the Arvo, and I'm in the afternoon and I talk to these young guys that that were the customs officers. They were a few years older than me, probably late twenties early thirties mid not not too much older than me, and um, they're like telling me the story, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what happened." and then i remember one guy was like you got it for sciatica did it work did it work and I'm like, i didn't get the chance to try it do you reckon it will work like i'm like man you'll prosecute me for this because you believe it's illegal and now you're wanting me to tell you like that's how funny it was i thought fuck yeah so i'll go through with uh actually what happened there yeah, this is this is it so let's go. Let's get into the interview. This is in this interview room. So these young guys sitting down and they're asking me this. So let's try to give it a read. All right. This is number one. Do you understand what we've said to you? And then I'm like, yes, I understand. Or any statement you... Uh, let's make it a bit bigger so we can read it. Any statement you make must be given freely and voluntarily. Are you willing to answer my questions at this time? I said yes. You're about to me. Are they all true and complete? Yes, I said. What is your complete and correct name? Have you ever been known or you or use any other names? No. Date of birth, Australia. What country are you from? A citizen Australia. Marital status? Single. Do you have any children? No. Do you have any scars, marks or tattoos? I've got a tattoo on my arm. Uh. Do you claim that you're a resident of America? No. Are your parents lawful permanent residences of the US? No. Father's name? Mother's name? Where are your parents? Australia. Do you have any brothers or sisters in America? No. Do you have any family members living in America? No. What documents did you present to the primary officer when you applied for admission to US today? Just my passport. Are you travelling under the ESTA program? Yes. And this was the one that they was telling me, the ESTA visa waiver that I've now lost and lost forever. Just my passport. Um... Is this your first time to the USA? No. When was your last visit to USA? Three months ago. How long did you stay on that visa, on that visit? One month, I believe. Where are you coming from today? Colombia. How long were you in Colombia? Three months, I said. What was the purpose of your trip to Colombia? Just tourism. What is the purpose of your trip to USA today? I said, just transit, uh, just to break up the long trip from Colombia to Australia because it's so long. Where are you going today? I was going to Hawaii. How long were you planning to stay in the US on this visit? Six days. How long will you be staying on this trip? Who will be staying? Just me. I booked an apartment. Do you have an ongoing ticket to Australia? Yes. What is the date on the return ticket? I said, not sure. Just in six days. How much money do you have with you traveling this visit? I said, 5000 US. Are you currently employed? Yes. I have a company. A search of your luggage by bag control officers revealed a small amount of substance that tested positive for the drug marijuana. Is this correct? I said yes. Why were you in possession of marijuana upon entering the US? I bought it in Colombia. I don't really smoke cigarettes or anything. I definitely don't. But I have sciatica, so I bought it from a guy in Colombia. However, never had the chance to smoke it in the apartment I was staying at and I thought the cleaning lady threw it out which is what I said earlier. Why did you have the substance in your luggage? I said I originally thought I threw it out but I found it today, Um, I had no idea I had it in the luggage. Like I said, I was more surprised by them. are you a habitual user of marijuana? No. When was the last time you used marijuana? I said four years ago. I must have used it. Someone had a, and I had a drawer of it or something. Are you aware that it is legal to possess marijuana in the US? Yes. Have you had the right to contact your consulate in Australia? Would you like to? I said no. Have you ever been arrested anywhere in Australia or anywhere? No. Have you ever served in the military? No. Would you like something to eat? Yes. I'm fucking hungry you are inadmissible to usa section blah, blah blah yes you are no longer eligible to travel under the visa waiver program for future entry into the u.s you must obtain a visa do you understand yes and when they're telling me this i'm like like they felt bad for me these young guys i were fucking nice and the the dude wanted me to go and test the, the marijuana and tell him it works so he could illegally get something, you know what I mean? But, yeah, they understood, like, the, my story. I don't think the other guy believed it or something. But um, they're like, oh, look, but you can still come here. you just got to go and do this whole visa run around thing and it costs a fortune and it's, it's not guaranteed and that. But they're like, you can still come, you can come. I go, well fuck guys can't you just like kick me out today and just leave me with the esther thing like oh yeah we can but we're not and i'm like guys i remember like i was like i had power for the only time they were like felt a bit guilty like i go so someone hang on so someone actually made a decision that i'm losing my esther today and they like looked at each other and was like yeah I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. (laughs) And then I say, anyway, let's get on with it. Um, Because they're at the same time telling me, I can still come back. It doesn't mean you're fully banned here. You can still come back if you get a visa. You just can't get the easy Esther way where any Australian or UK citizen or a handful of countries can just go to America and fill out this thing online for like 10 or 15 US and they're bang, they're allowed. I've just lost that part of it. Now, would you be harmed if you returned to your home country? No. You'll be returned to Australia on the next available flight. Do you understand? I said, no, I don't know how that works. Uh, Did you understand any questions I asked you? I said, yeah, pretty much. So with, I go, how am I getting back? They like, all right. We rung up the plane. Apparently, it's the plane um, fault for bringing me and the marijuana to America. So the plane... Um. The the airplane company has to pay the bill. And I think it was United or something. And I was living in Brisbane. And they said, Sydney or Melbourne? I said, well, I live in fucking Brisbane. So it's nowhere near Sydney or Melbourne. And they're like, don't know. All they've got to do is bring you back to Australia on the next flight and we're giving you a choice, Sydney or Melbourne. I said, well, Sydney's closer to fucking... Brisbane, the Melbourne is, so Sydney it is. They're like, all right, you're going on the next flight out of San Francisco. So I'm in Houston, remember? And it's so late and I'm so hungry. And they're like, get back here, go back to your room where where we're going to hold you um, and we'll call you in and get you on the flight. We're going to handcuff you and put you on the flight. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, no, no, we're not going to handcuff you, but we're going to escort you on. It's like, oh, fuck. Anyway, sure enough, a few hours more passed and then three big um, security guards come, called out my name, Green, Brandon. So I'm walking with them, fully escorted. They're just looking at me like a piece of shit. Yeah, I remember Texas, they fucking... The cops there full on love being a cop, eh? They're fucking crazy. I guess it's good, keeps everyone in order, I guess, but... Yeah, so I'm on the plane to San Fran, Franthan, hey, the Castro. No, I'm on the plane, to, yeah, to go to San Fran to get on my massive fucking flight San Fran to Sydney. Flying over the top of Hawaii. I remember going, looking down like, fuck, I should have been here. Anyway, so I get on the plane and they three of them escort me on this plane and sit me down and then wait until I buckle up and then the three this is on the boarding on the plane, then the three cops leave and then you're just on the plane. So I could have, that was the only moment I was free when I was on the plane and I could have, I was free. (laughs) I could actually eat and stuff. So I was on the plane. We flew a few hours to San Francisco. Then when I get there, three cops and I'll tell you, they were like, hey, man, what did you do? and I'm like oh I just had this bag bag of marijuana dude in Texas in Texas man we would have just thrown that shit in the bin and said fucking see you later you been in Thailand man I fucking love that place dude I was just there and they're like dude are you hungry man then they took me down to the food court and they're like yeah just eat man we'll pay for it or we'll fuck man like they give us food like and then they hook me up and i'm like they're my best friend they're thinking what the fun you went and what's all this north korea shit that you got in your what the fuck when we read about you we're like what's this guy i'm like yeah man they're like oh man just sit here yeah you can use your phone and fucking you haven't talked to anyone for like 24 hours so use your phone um yeah if you want any more food we'll let you out dude in texas of all places fuck man like they thought it was a joke more than i did that just goes to show like fucking different america's a different place from texas to california man (laughs) i'd rather live in texas but yeah that's that's what happened so then this plane's boarding i'm so exhausted and tired but at least i get a feed and then soon after this flight, which is packed boards to Sydney. And I'm fucking getting on the plane, right? Anyway, they're like, no, they the three of them come and they're like, green green. Alright, and they're like, get a man, we're gonna put you on the plane it was the same guys, and they the I remember there's just it's a it an like Air eight eighty A three eighty, I think, by me, a massive plane. And there's hundreds deep in the line, all waiting to get in on their um, seat. And I just get escorted past. It's the biggest shame run ever. Shame fucking walk. Walk of shame because you've got three cops escorting you past the hundreds of people that you're going to see anyway on the plane. And um, yeah. They're all just looking at me thinking, what the fuck are you doing? And I would have thought the same if I seen some dude get escorted on by cops onto this plane. Anyway, so I'm on the plane. I was just muttering and talking to myself as I'm sitting down. And I was next to this lady about a few years older than me. And she seemed pretty nice. And we were talking. And she goes, oh, yeah. what? what so what, are you right? Do you not fly well or something? I go, oh, I just had a big day. And she goes, "Oh, what what happened?" I go, "Oh, I just got escorted on by cops." Oh, you're that guy. I'm like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Oh, we we seen you uh, get escorted on, and the the people that I was I was around. Like, I wonder what he did." Oh yeah, I'll tell you what happened, just so you don't um, so you don't get any so you don't think I'm some murderer or anything. And she goes, "Oh, okay, well yeah, fair enough." I go, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm a drug drug counsellor for for drug addicts or something. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, I'm not a drug addict. She goes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that night, got off at Sydney and she goes, hey, you've got nowhere to go, do you? I go, no. Nah. She goes, you want to come with me? Yeah. Fucking not bad, eh? fucking got her <laughs> so that was pretty funny the end of the story i've got the woman got the girl man next that i was riding home yeah went and had a good night with her in sydney and so i said yeah i'll show you a bit of sydney and um yeah fucking that was a pretty cool that was a good little twist to the story and the funny thing is she was a drug counselor <laughs> oh that's a funny thing but yeah, that's the story, guys. So I've never tried to get back into America. It would be interesting now knowing that like weed's fully everywhere and well and truly available ever since that day, possibly not in Texas. I don't know if some people could chime in and tell us what the thing is there, but like I said, it was a federal law that I broke anyway. Is it still a federal law? Possibly, but we don't know. But yeah. That's the story, and uh, one day I might just head back because I I do miss Hawaii. Fucking mad fun, getting up every morning surfing in Honolulu. I fucking loved it. And, uh, yeah, that's the story, guys. Deported from America, 2016.